0: Hi and welcome to another episode of the Getting Things Done podcast from Vital Learning. I am, as always, Morten Røvik, and I am, as always, here with my good friend and colleague Lars Rotskil Hendriksen.
1: Privet, Lars. Privet, Morten, good to see you, as always, and good to be with our listeners out there. We always start off by reminding you of the purpose of this podcast, which is to help you learn GTD or become even better GTD. So as always, we hope that this episode supports you in that. If you're new to GTD, we recommend you go back and listen to episodes one through six to get an introduction to the basics of GTD. And today's episode number is 76. And today's topic is a tools check in for 2022.
0: Exactly. and. Uh... As we did last year, uh, we do a check-in what are the tools that we are using today um, to get our world to move around. And um, has it changed anything? And um, I've changed something, but not everything. So there is some news for people and some repetition. But for those of you who are interested in tools, this might be a beneficial um episode and we divided it up in different categories and we are going to start on the with the big picture when it comes to tools we're going to talk um, hardware setup so Lars what is your hardware setup these days?
1: Yeah. So, um, so today at the office, I still have my old trusty Mac mini, uh, back from the Intel days. So it's, uh, it's a few years old now, but still works, uh, works fine for me at home at the home office. I have a, a Mac mini, the, uh, the M one so that, uh, I can feel that's, that's a bit faster. I'm, I'm considering switching them, but, uh, for now, that's, that's the way the, the setup is um uh when it comes to um to phones i have a uh, uh, an iphone 14 on the way Uh um, what you showed me your cinematic mode at the uh, summer camp uh this year so <laughs> i had to uh <laughs> i had to had to go and upgrade no i have a, an iphone 12 and it's getting a bit old and a bit uh, and, um, and it seems like it's going to wear out soon so trust, it, it trust really really your technolast lars trust your technologist. <laughs> <laughs> no but i i had a you know uh, there it, it did feel like it was saying you know you need to change me now. You need to change me now. There when I plug in the cable doesn't always work. So I felt that was sort of a, a sign for me to uh, to upgrade, upgrade yeah. now. Um, and then I have my, uh, my iPad Pro, which I, I, you know, vary really a lot, whether I really like it or really am bothered by the things that it doesn't do. But again, the things mm-hmm. that it does well, I really appreciate the things that I then miss when I'm out and about. Um, that's when I wish I maybe had a MacBook instead. But I'm um, mm-hmm. overall, overall happy, happy with it and trying to figure out how, how to work it best into and integrate it into the way that, uh, that I work. Mm. Um, and then the key, um, I think the key difference since last time was that I now have a, um, a nice screen set up. I have mm. a good keyboard, a good mouse, and then a dual screen, which has really made a big difference for me. Um, one mm. of those things that I had for a long time when I was back when I was an IT consultant in, in, in a previous life, and it was so nice to get that up and running. Um, and, you know, having those dual screens, having being able to, to split them into to different screens and having one item on one side, the other on the other. And, and then really, and how big uh, are they? it really helps my productivity. Um, 27, I think they are both of them. Two times um, 27, so it's really, that's good. Yes, yes, exactly. Mm. And then they are hovering over the desk with a nice mm. Ergotron. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like a transformer to me, so I just had to, <laughs> to mention that as well. Ergotron. There's two Ergotron. Aluminium arms yeah it looks good looks good so no it's it's been really really nice and it's uh, you know uh, cleaned up my my desk a lot to have them uh, floating and um just the ability to have those two screens it's just made a big difference so um Hmm. that's um i think the the key sort of change um other than that um i have the tv as you can can see behind me um like to have that available as you know for for meetings or just when you're in a different mode of, of working uh, sometimes so i have a, an apple tv so you mean N- so netflix can, mode <laughs> 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 no yeah i wish i wish but but no not not for netflix mode for uh, you know screen sharing uh, connecting yeah. that walking through in, in meetings mm. um Planning or, or bigger things when I really want that that big resolution, or you know, just it, it just makes a difference for me to see that. So I have that there. I have a whiteboard on the other side, so I can go and and play and 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 draw. And um, yeah, for me, that's that's been been really helpful. Hmm. So I think those are the sort of the the key highlights. I think of the hmm. the hardware setup that I have at the moment. What what about you?
0: No, I, just before we we continue, just want to ask you: you have an Apple mm-hmm. Watch as well. Um, yes. You have another one coming, or did you? No,
1: nope. no. I I <laughs> managed to. The... Uh, it did not look uh, look old enough for me to switch, and I don't. Ah. Um, uh, okay. I don't. So you run didn't run go buy an ultra? Really, yeah, so exactly. Since you're an you're ultra runner, running, are you uh, not? Uh, uh, I think uh, you are. Uh, history of ultra running. I think is the, <laughs> <laughs> the right way to put it. So, so I, used uh, to be no, I, I it. did look at that, and I I actually mm. did think about uh, getting one, but I I figured yeah. I'll, I'll I'll pass on this one for now
0: yeah yeah me too so and, I still have uh, my I, old
1: hmm. old old apple i don't know what it is it's not it's not that old two two years old maybe
0: yeah yeah i th- i th- i think i have the same model as you but it is it is um when i said trust your technologist when i was well you know when i started my um my uh gtd understanding of um, when I, back in 2006 i started looking for tools and i i understood very quickly that i do have some sort of techno loss that i have to to listen to <laughs> it makes me happy it's like what makes yeah. you happy i am buying gadgets and playing with them it's fun and cool so i'm trying to look for for excuses for having them and that and in the meet, I don't know if you know this, but, or you know this, of course, but when you meet clients, especially one-on-one or even through virtual, is that you need to understand the tools. So you need to hmm. uh, not necessarily yeah. have exactly the latest model, but you, ha- you, have a, you, have a, you need to have a, a fair understanding of how it works. And that makes a big difference in, in coaching, because yeah. then, then you can teach yeah. clients something that they don't know they can do. Uh, yeah like place reminders using your apple watch or you know yeah
1: yeah and when you need those uh, you know there's also a good reason uh, one of the things that that takes up a lot of my mind uh, these days is uh, level three seminar and in that seminar we talk about Mm. affirmations and of course that's a a great excuse to go out and buy new tools because that's just an affirmation on uh, on your you know staying in on top of the news and in control of yeah. things and uh, yeah all that stuff yeah. so it's a great great excuse to to buy some new tools mm. um
0: then turning to my my uh, hardware setup is that i have a macbook air m1 uh, it's a little low powered by the means of um of uh, uh, memory i only have the 8 gigabytes but it, this is supposed to last until october uh, until <laughs> as my main machine um, until um, Apple releases uh, the, hopefully a new Mac Mini uh, that's going to be my main office machine and I'm going to then add quite some some gigabytes of memory, I don't know how much it will cost but as much as I feel I can afford um, because that's going to be the main machine for maybe 5, 6, maybe 7 years, I had my last iMac was 7 years old when I Put it into retirement, but it (laughs) works, worked, worked, and kept up for seven years. You can't say that a lot about um, other computers, so I'm happy with that. And I also, as you, I have a 27-inch monitor, but I only have one, and I'm happy with that because I'm I'm back in my IT days. I I did not like the you must turn your head, you know, for (laughs) look at what you need to look at. So um, no, and I'm and I'm 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 using. Spaces is that what is called when you can swipe between different desktops? Yeah. In the, yeah, I use that a lot. and That works for me. So I set up one uh, setup for for um, if I'm going to do some um, something to do with uh, the website, I have a setup for that. So I have one specific space for this. So it's very all yeah. the apps are open and ready. If I'm going to send something from the capture wallets, um, it's another setup. So it's another space it's where everything is ready. And I like that. So yeah. I, I do understand, but I don't like that head flicking. That doesn't work for <laughs> me. <laughs> so, and I have um, an iPhone 13 Pro, which is uh, a fantastic uh, machine. Um, and I'm not going to get the 14. So I'm relying on you to keep me on my toes <laughs> and show me what i can do with that i also have recently bought um, um, some microphones two lapel mics that you can use one for uh, two people one to, you can interview people with lapel mics with um, a dongle for your iphone you just put it into the, um, the lightning port and then you can have t- uh, um external mics, which makes it possible to use that um, capability of, you know, um, interviewing people or making a good audio uh, of people, Um, and sorry, yourself as well. Um, And I have the Apple watch a couple of years old, that's still running good. It works fine. Uh, I have a remarkable and we'll get back to that, but that's a remarkable uh, not um, taking uh, device. And I have a ScanSnap uh, iX500 for scanning on my desk. And I also have a Hama, H-A-M-A, Hama or Hema. I don't know how to pronounce that, but <laughs> H-A-M-A. How would you pronounce that?
1: Your guess is as good as mine. I think. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, but it is a standing desk. It's um. It's not a standing desk, but it is a a module for creating a standing desk. So you oh. have your monitor on the stand, and you have your keyboard on a on a keyboard lower down, uh, and you can uh, you know sit down and get up really fast. So now I'm standing, and I can sit down. It will take three seconds to go sitting. Um, that I'm really happy for. And um, yeah, I think that's my main hardware setup. That I yeah, like
1: so I should soon. probably add, I have a, a standing desk as well from uh, mm. just a basic one from Ikea to, to mm. get up and down. Yeah, yeah, but it oh, takes, it like takes two- eight, eight, eight seconds. So it's a bit, okay. uh, there's a productivity improvement opportunity there. Yeah, efficiency,
0: efficiency. You must have <laughs> faster faster. Yeah, I need to m- change the voltage there. on this one. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs>
1: go in there and, and make some adjustments. Uh, uh, that's
0: funny. Um, okay. Well, you said
1: that funny, but I was actually, <laughs> now that we're in any, anyway geeking out on tools, I was yeah. actually uh, investigating how to integrate a, a hardware device so I could control it with focus modes, as we're also going to talk about, because yeah. there will be sort of two. I, I need it for standing and sitting, and it, mm. those are the two different levels. So if I could get it to automate to actually just go mm. to that level, not having to find the right level every time, and perhaps integrate that with shortcuts, and yeah. That's how
0: we can, can get something. <laughs> yeah, no, no. The the the, um, the desk that I'm at is um, manual. It's um, just a little level that you lever you you um, you you push and then you push down and then I'm setting. It will take less than three seconds. So, but mm. um, but it is it doesn't have you know it's not the full desk that gets up. It's just mm-hmm. um, the stand that um, the, the monitor is on and the, the keyboard is on. But I have a um, place here for note-taking, a mobile phone stand, and my Remarkable is also here. So it's easy to take notes when I'm standing as well. Mm. So that's my hardware setup. And uh, we decided then to go to look at, um, you know, in categories. So Capture. What is your Capture tool right now? (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, or heard capture tools. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, um, good old paper still uh, still works for me sometimes. So I have my, uh, my trusty, uh, capture tool next to me, which is just a, a pad and a, a good old GTD Nordic uh, pen that I, that I use mm-hmm. for just the, the ad hoc stuff, especially in, in meeting spots that come up there uh, for the most part, they will, uh, they will end up on paper uh, still. And I have my capture wallet as well. Um, mm so so i have that available when i need to i think most Hmm. times it will be in situations where other people are around yep that's the one you're showing um and uh f- for me it makes sense to have uh, like in, in a, let's say in a seminar if uh, something comes up and people are doing a mind sweep exercise and oh that reminds me that i have a, a tool like that that i don't want to flip out my phone and start to, to bring that up because that might send the wrong signals and people are wondering mm. what what am i doing right now so um mm. so for those uh, scenarios uh, paper works uh, really really well for me mm. um then, then again, for the most part, I think uh, when it comes to capturing just ad hoc ideas, uh, I still use to do is as my list manager. Um, so mm. most of the things will, will go in there. Um, at times I will use uh, Apple reminders, uh, primarily for the, uh, location based reminders. Remind me when I mm. get home to do blah, blah, when, my, when remind mm. me when I get to the office to do blah, blah. I think those mm. are sort of the, the key things, uh, uh for me there. Mm. Um, and then you know these days i i do tend to to drive a lot and uh as, as stuff shows up there in a in a safe way i have my uh my memos app on my phone or my my watch to just capture mm-hmm. these things and um, that's been a, a lifesaver now in these last uh, six months mm-hmm. where i've been driving significantly more than earlier that that you know mm-hmm. i had a day recently where i i captured was it 13 or 14 things in, in mm. the memos app in one day. Uh, yeah. And, you know, uh, deep on a client meeting. And, oh, that reminds me. And uh, yeah, all yeah. that kind of thing. So use mm. that to, to capture
0: it. When you say memo, it's uh, the audio uh, recording uh, app that's Correct. native on your yes. your iPhone and your yeah. Apple Watch. Yes, the standard voice recorder, I think it's called in English. Memos, Okay. okay. Voice mm. recorder. You have it on your phone already if you have an apple watch, cool. uh, or apple uh, phone and apple watch yeah, yeah. so yeah. those are
1: really the, the key ones for me well mm-hmm.
0: no, i i also use my i showed it earlier my capture wallet which is um by the way for those of you who are have bought from us at capturewallet.com this is cool i just want to let you know that we are going to phase those out we are not going to carry them we're not going to make them again so if you want to have one you are we are uh, go, going low on stock so that might be a good idea if you are <sighs> interested so so the capture wallet this is the business wallet this is i think three since 2019 three years hmm.
1: it's
0: kept yeah, up good time. Good. Hmm. so i'm just for those of you who are interested not to um plug that too much but for those who are want to have something and has already bought and knows the the quality so um but for capture i also use my apple watch and uh, i use siri as well on the phone for the same idea i've been um, having um i made a a shopping list on my in the reminders app of my uh, iphone and i use that by call siri and uh, ask her to um to add something to my shopping list and that works really mm. well um, and I use also the location-based reminders so uh, if I am especially when I'm on the go you know when I get in the car remind me of this when I you know get to the office remind you of this remind me to call my father at five tonight and um, or in the, in the afternoon and and this is the the where you need location-based or um specifically um, t- timely-based um, location or time-based uh, reminders. That's where I use that.
1: Mm, yeah, and uh, we, by um, the way, we use that as well. The shopping list uh, works really mm. well. And we also have a, a Google Home where I've mm. set up an uh, mm. if this then that integration. So you can mm. can speak to that. and It can still add to your uh, reminders-based uh, shopping list.
0: Oh, okay. That was <laughs> new for me. Ooh. <laughs> My go goo, my, you my my tec- <laughs> technology lust mm-hmm. yes so and um and and I also have when i uh, when I travel I have a travel wallet um, where I have um, uh, you know one of these uh, what's you called apple what do you call them apple Air, uh, what are those AirTags. Air tags, thank you, the air tags, because I, you know, I'm just don't want to lose my wallet, and uh, I have on the side of this. I bought a very cute, very small little pen. It's in inside a card like this. It's uh, we put the <laughs> card inside, and this this is the pen. Look at this
1: tiny little thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those of you listening, it's a very small pen, but I yes you probably.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just it's the length of um, a little longer than a credit card, um, and it's maybe two and a half millimeter in diameter, and it's a ballpoint pen. So, hmm. and I have this stuck into the side of my wallet, so I can have it ready. And I ha- always always have some paper inside a wallet. Like I tear off a couple of sheets from my capture wallet and put it inside there um yeah that's capture uh anything else i capture with yes i capture it on the remarkable when i take notes mm. and i then make we'll get back to that but i make tick boxes when to, to, to make sure that i have when it's something i need to get done it's in there and it's uh it's um, highlighted so i can find it again hmm. So, that's capture. So, any other things you were reminded of capturing or should we go over to note-taking? Are you ready?
1: Yeah, let's go for for the notes. Yeah,
0: so, where do you take notes, Lars?
1: Yeah, so, um, (laughs) I take notes in in various places. Most of the time, it will be, almost all the time, it will be uh, digital. So I will use uh, different uh, different tools for different things, um, mm-hmm. part of it, because it is sort of a, um, a legacy kind of thing that I've been using tools for a long time and some of the stuff just stays there and um, I still use it for a particular aspects of GCD To mm-hmm. um, because that still makes sense for me. So it might sound complex that they are split across uh, three different systems, but just for me, it's just how I am used to working and still haven't found the specific need for me to go in and transfer it all into into one system so i mm-hmm. still have um the evernote in in place for um mostly for sales calls and for uh podcast notes those are really the two Ooh. two key ones that 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 go in there but that might actually be by the time we talk next year uh might be might be transferred over to OneNote because i will tend to use that mostly today for my uh, coaching notes and my uh, general reference uh, archive both mm-hmm. uh, a shared one i have with my wife i have a gcd related one um checklists um are, are found in in one and um last one as i mentioned to you before we started i've started using apple notes more and mm. it's um just to try and try and stay a bit more in the the apple ecosystem because that that's where all my devices live anyway so some of it goes into um to to notes and I find that especially, you know, just the, the ease of use and the, the, the quickness of using it, for example, to um, let's say I, uh, I was making notes this morning for, for the podcast that we're recording now, and the easiest place for me to record it was simply to open notes, hit a new note, and then just start typing all the, the, the mm. notes that I wanted to have for this uh, this episode. And it, for me, it's just, I think the, the simplicity and the, the ease of use that really mm. is the deciding factor. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's very well synchronized across the different platforms, I find that to mm. be mostly the case. The only place where I struggle a bit with that is for the memos app. Sometimes it doesn't synchronize well to the to the Mac, but mm. otherwise it's always available across the platforms. Um, simple example. Before we started, I needed to reboot my uh, my machine. Uh, a thing came up that I wanted to be sure to add to the. The notes for today so i could just open my ipad hit the mm. notes type it in there and as soon as the machine had rebooted it was already there and ready for me to 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 make sure that i had in today's episode mm. so simple things like that but it um that's what i'm i'm playing around with and it's you know nice and flexible and you can i can draw with my pen when mm. when i need to to do that and i can add my images and tables mm. and all that so i think based on the things that it has added over the last um probably year or two now i think is is probably the time where i will start to transition more and more to, to using that. Mm. But let's
0: see. <laughs> <laughs> Next year, people, we will understand yeah. if so. Lars is still using three tools or yes. less. So um, More or less. Yeah. So, But the best practice is for those of you who want to, to, you know, it's it's you have freedom within the framework of getting things done to find a solution that works for you. Uh, yeah. But the best practice is, just to be clear about that, is that you, you should use, um, especially for the reference systems, when we get there, where you take care of all the stuff that you need to take care of or keep, um, the best practices is to have as few as possible um, as many yeah. as you need yeah the same with note-taking so you don't you know the 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 idea is that you should not make notes on the sticky notes in the back of napkins and the back of an envelope or and you don't you don't toss it around you don't you can't find it after which is normal for a lot of people that we meet which is not a very good uh and not very good system because you're confusing yourself where did i write that down i remember i wrote it down somewhere but where and uh, yeah. Unless at least you have a,
1: that, a portable entry, then then you'll
0: yeah. be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If uh, if if you have a way to to capture them, uh, you know, or to to rally them into one place, you know, so corral them. Yeah. I think that's the English word for this. You do it with horses. Your wild uh, notes <laughs> needs to be corralled into one inbox. So as long as you <laughs> have that, I'm fine. <laughs>
1: And that, ladies and gentlemen, was today's uh, Norwegian analogy in the GTD world.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> thank you. Uh, so, um, note taking um, for me happens basically m- or most often on my Remarkable, where I um, jot ideas down. I um, I even I even am doing my I'm experimenting, and it feels good to Ooh. change. But I I don't have in in my you know my task management system. I don't have an active at home list anymore. It's on my remarkable. I know,
1: Ooh. but it it works. Oh. And my post just went up. There's an alert on my <laughs> Apple Watch that I need to <laughs>
0: <laughs> send an ambulance. <laughs>
1: Are you okay?
0: <laughs> yeah, Lars need defilibration. <laughs> so no, but I have a, 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 a notebook there called at home because and, and I have uh, things that are on pause, um, you know, someday maybe this is a specific sheet and the because the remarkable now have become a tool where you can move things around more easily than before. I can cut and paste things that I've ticked off as done, and I just I have a you know um, a few pages that I call done, where I put all the things mm. I've done, so I can look back at them and say, hmm, you actually made something. Um, mm. I don't know. I don't know if you have this feeling. Um, I have this sometimes that you know you are doing a lot of stuff in the home. You are, but you are doing it by impulse. Now I see this. Mm. I need to do this, and then you fix that, and then you go somewhere, and then that leads to this, and then you don't remember what you've done after and you feel you've done little or nothing because you just follow the intuitive hunches at least i have it like that i don't know if anyone else mm. than me have it like this but anyway um uh, long story short it helps me to see what i've done uh, that at home list but um it's okay. a note taking tool and i have um uh you know a scratch pad tool it's just a pad of paper the one that we got by you know the um, gtd the summit yeah, uh, which is for those of you who are interested that's called an hexacompta block yes. with a c faf, F-A-F. so yes, I think yes. it is French uh, and it's good stable easy yeah. tear out the, um, notes it's good easy to, to use and uh, I also are dabbling with um for those of you are uh, can see this, this is, uh, let me see, now I can show this. this is um, a leather bound. I bought this from Atoma, A-T-O-M-A dot B-E. I think it is Belgium, Atoma dot B-E. And it is um, um, a note taking, with um, just lined paper, where you can easily mm-hmm. get the paper in and out. You know the system where you just take one, and you just p- pull it out like this. Hmm. You've seen that before, I guess, you've seen this, yeah. this system, um, so.
1: Maybe not the specific one, but yeah.
0: No, Staples had this before uh, called ARC or ARC. And uh, I, I like that because then you can actually, you, you can t- take out, you can remove, you can you can take something out very easily and you can put it where it belongs. So you can actually build hmm. a GDD system out of this by just pen and paper. And I have my my Lamy uh, fountain pen that I that I love, mm-hmm. and and that's that's more for when I want to feel inspired notes because when you write mm, with a yeah. fountain pen is a little more the ink sets. It's not very easy to move things around afterwards, so, but it is to this uh, you know th- think aloud. It it helps me. Um, uh, yeah. So and that is I think my capture tools. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and yeah. not taking tools. And um should we move on to reference
1: system? That was the reference I think we were building on. So yeah. I walked through my Evernote, OneNote and Notes app on
0: that Yeah, you're jumping ahead. Bad boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. My reference system is um for me it's uh, I I have Evernote, I have an old Evernote database that's just there for historical data, so if I ever need to retrieve something from 10 years ago, I can. But I stopped using it. I stopped paying for that service. Uh, I'm just keeping it locally. Um and uh I use now DevonThink. As my database for for refer- reference um, material, my um, re- and um, and I use the folder system on uh, the Google Drive for anything else that I need to keep. But that's more active. Um, mm. I use use it for for n- as a reference system uh, where there is anything that goes into to Devon Think is finished it's set, it's not set in stone but it is finished so it could be i have a database for coaching clients where every, all the clients have their own book and in that book i put all the notes i take um um you know based on my remarkable so so when i'm finished with um, a client i would uh export that as a pdf and drag it into their book in the devon I think and uh, then uh, archive it on the the Remarkable. So I can have it both ways. I can look at it in the um, the DevonThink app, and um, I can look at it in the Remarkable. DevonThink also lives on uh, my iPhone, so I can easily reference this on the go if I need to dig up something. Hmm. But in Devon, I Think, I also have you know PDFs. I have HTML files for you know links to to interesting places on the web that might be something I need to get back to. But I'm I'm you know I, I've changed my way of taking those. You know back in the. The Evernote days when I got started, it's like, oh, I can take care, I can, you know, I can save everything. <laughs> so I did. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think that is a very um, beginner's f- um, problem with with uh, references that you are very happy to just collect everything that m- you might want to use one day. But it is, I, I. I use it through my bullshit filter seriously. Are you ever going to look at that again? Hmm. Does it have a future value that you will actually want to save or is it just gonna clutter your system? That is a very good question to ask yourself. Um, and I do, I do that. I ask myself hmm. this so often. So that's the reference system. Um, moving on to scanning. Do you scan?
1: Um, very little. Uh, just, uh, yeah. for the, for my needs, it's, uh, it's about just using an app. So I have, a it used to be called Scanbot. not sure what it's, uh, I think they changed their name. I don't know what it's called today, but I know mm-hmm. when I swipe down and write scan, something shows up and that's uh, <laughs> the red app that I will use. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so that's what I use for, for scanning.
0: Yeah, I use that too on the go for receipts and things that has a potential value, and, uh, and I use an app called Scanner Pro, uh, two words, and it's by Readdle, Re Readdle uh, with a double D, and they uh, they th- this app is I'm really happy with. I had it for years, and it keep gets getting better. It has edge detection so that you, you know, it uh, crops automatically. Mm. And uh, you can also set up shortcuts that I, for instance, if I wanted to always send you my receipts of something or I want to send you something, I can, then, when I finish my scan, I can do a, um, uh, they have, um, you know, an automation part where I can automate sending that to you in an email so it will pre- mm. uh, pre-put you inside the email and an the PDF uh, of the scan so that's that's really yeah. nice and it also has uh, integration to all the major um, cloud services for storage so i can when mm. i uh, when i do done it automatically puts into my my um, inbox on i have an inbox folder on, on google drive that i then go on my do my weekly review i go visit that and then some pull and rag peep uh, you know the papers where they belong exactly
1: um, yeah, no, and um, what what you just described—the functionality and the way of using it it's the same. And I just checked mine; it's called Swift Scan. Swift Scan. Okay. Swift Scan. That from, was the, the from, name that they had. From uh, I don't know, from. Oh, someone. okay. From
0: someone. Yeah. Okay, Swift Scan. I'm sure Lars will put that in the show notes. If you're lucky. If you're lucky, no. <laughs> if Lars captures <laughs> captures it, you will be lucky. Um, and uh, for scanning, I also use my old and uh, trusty ScanSnap iX500. This machine is um, really good quality. I don't know if they make it anymore, but its it's been working. I think I had this for 10 years, and it still works smooth-less, smoothly. Smoothlessly? Smoothly. <laughs> okay. Scanned English. <laughs> so, uh, but it is, it is uh, you can put almost anything in any order there. It can be a mixture of paper and receipts and everything and just kit scan. It comes out in the other end and so says scan. And um, um, scan file on my PC and it works really well. I'm, mainly I'm using it for, for credit card statements that we still need to do partially um, uh, manually. Hmm, but okay. uh, yeah, and for e- uh, evaluation forms from when we do seminars, I also do them there. It's super fast. Um, yeah. So that's my scanning. Um, should we move on to task managers, calendars, and email? I don't know if you want mm-hmm. to stop on start on top task manager. What are you using?
1: Like I said, I'm still on uh, still on Todoist. Uh, still mm-hmm. have my my trusty setup there, as I've had for the last. Hmm, was it five six years now mm-hmm. seven years maybe it's been been there for for quite a while now um moving things around, not settled on a specific way that i want to to do it so this summer i I reorganized for example again so um so still playing around with it even though it's been uh, part of my my system for for that long mm-hmm. um and um you know that that's that's for my sort of uh, work related items. And then for, Mm. for personal use, we have started, I used to have uh, my, my wife was on to do it as well. And uh, we have switched now to reminders. So the standard Apple reminders have that set up there. So we have some of the shared projects that we have. So Mm. projects around the the home, for example, we will have them in uh, reminders. so she will she'll have her system there it was more easy for her to have it in a mm. in a more simplified setup which you can set up in reminders uh, mm. more easy accessible than than for her to use uh, to do it so, hmm. so for, for us, it makes sense to, to put it there. Um, and as she also, um, started working for vital learning in, in Denmark, uh, we also use that for the different, uh, actions for her as well. So there are some different actions in there. She has, a, we have our shared agenda list in there. We have a shared projects list in there as well for her hmm. to, to work on. So we use, um, reminders for, for that part. Hmm. Um, then when it comes to email, um i'm on gmail and uh, one of the reasons that i stick to to do it uh, is that i really 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 like the uh, the chrome plugin that they had hmm. for, for extension gmail. yes yeah it just works uh, so so well so when i have an email there's an action associated with it it's an invoice that i need to pay i can just hit that hit that button and it, it takes me you know five seconds for it to to end up in my in my system with the link back to the email so it works uh, really really well so i'm I'm very happy with uh, with that part um and then of course since we are in the um in the uh, Google environment it's, it's Google Calendar I think for the most part when it comes to, I'll actually switch a bit around. So I'll use both the uh, the Apple Calendar application with uh, mm. showing the, the Google Calendar items, and I'll also still sometimes go to the the, the website in Chrome, so the calendar.google.com or, or whatever the URL is, and um, mm. and look at it from there. Um, typically, when I need to you know cross check some calendars, uh, I need to speak with you yesterday. Uh, when 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 are you available in your calendar? Um, mm. So it's more easily accessible for me in there, and also the integrations with the different. Meeting systems that we use, so much of Teams or Zoom um, mm. or Google Meet, um, those will be more easily accessible in there. So when I schedule meetings, I'll, I'll typically head over to the to the website. Um, and I think then the last component is is one that we both use with the uh, scheduler. So when people want to book uh, meetings with us, um, at least I have a, and I know you have two, um, scheduler uh, URLs, so people can go in there and and it'll check your calendar and it'll find a slot that uh, hopefully works for, for both of you. Um, I've set mm-hmm. up separate ones for, for teams or zoom, depending on what, uh, how people prefer to, to talk to me. So, so both options are available and I still find that very useful as well. Um, I think for mm-hmm. the most part, the last couple of months, it's been pretty hard to find a, find a slot in my calendar uh, because I also block out time for myself. So in, in some mm-hmm. cases I'll still go the manual way and, and in email back and forth with people to find the right, uh, right slot. But, um, mm-hmm. Still a, a functional, a very a very handy tool as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, so I think those mm-hmm. were
1: the, the key ones uh, key ones on, on my end when it comes to mm-hmm. to list manager, email, and, and calendar. Yeah,
0: um, I'm still on on OmniFocus mostly for my um, my tasks that are not uh, related to to sales or or, or email, uh, and the reason for for this is because it's work it works really well and it's there for me and I can do um, templates so I create templates for mm. projects that I know is you know I can repeat it's very easy very handy I uh, to, to use uh, the templates um, functionality that I have built there and um, uh, and it is it has a good uh, integration um, I very how do you say that uh, sparsely? Uh, use notifications on OmniFocus, and I only have uh, location based um, notifications. So, if I'm mm. close to our shopping uh, center here, we have a big mall. Uh, close to us, when I go there or I get close, I get a notification of what are your options for your errands list that's related to this shopping center. So, mm-hmm. you when know, I need to buy something, it pops up. Um, and that works really well um, when I get close to. Um, When I know that we are um, low on on fuel in my car, I can then just, you know, uh, have a location base. Next time I'm close to our local uh, gas station, it will pop up. Do you need to refill here? you know, consider the price. So, uh, (laughs) obviously these (laughs) days, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, that's really, um, and we have a a very good app that's uh, in Norway that, uh, um, and it actually is in Denmark as well, I think. Um, Hmm. It's called Appen and okay. this is the fuel app and uh it you can set up um and this is way off topic but it's very it's a very good good app <laughs> but it it will um it's community driven so when you are you are know, filling gas at some gas station you will uh, because you're a good community fellow you will you will um, uh, plot in the um, the, the prices of the fuel that is available uh, on that station and you get points and you actually can get paid money real money mm. they, um, uh, for this and um, uh, and when you then then others can have that uh, price available and it's time stamped and if I come to the same gas station later I will say this has this price changed or is it the same and I will say it's the same then I get uh, a couple of points. Uh, saying it, it's the same, and it is. Yeah. You can sort it for the close closest to you, or the, the cheapest within the, the range that you have set. So you you are, hmm. you can set, for instance, ten kilometers uh, range, or you know diam, uh, what you, diameter, <laughs> what do you call that?
1: Um, yeah, the radius. So, yeah. yeah, the
0: radius. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, th- so what? What are your the range you would like to to have that uh, those uh, stations, um, and they will r- rank uh, on on price and uh, on how close it is to you and uh, and and how long time since the price was updated. So it's uh, it's an annual fee you have to pay for this. But I've already, and I think I saved that in a f- in a for twelve months. In one month, uh, hmm. price of the yeah. uh, this app. So, okay. I haven't Off really topic played around for, with that.
1: Um, yeah, no. but uh, I think just in Denmark, I think you can just see it in Google Maps. But I don't think it has that kind of uh, easy accessibility to you know no. search for the cheaper ones. But at no. least the information. Is so,
0: there. No. so when I travel to Oslo, I open that app. When I travel and I see what's the prices now and i have a limit if it's less than 20 kroner per per liter of 95 um lead free i am going to stop and refill no matter what so <laughs> and uh on, on the route so well anyway um back to topic uh task manager um i am using OmniFocus, but i'm also using pipe drive for anything that's sales related mm, and of course. Uh, because it, it has a really good follow up function. So if I have a meeting with a client, let's say I have a uh, Lars is my client, I meet him today, and when this meeting is over, I have to tick it off as done, and then it will automatically pop. Are you are you finished with this? Do you have a follow up tasks you need to do? And then I can mm. write that down and put it. For instance, um, um, I have a waiting for for Lars, so I have a waiting for category, and then I will have to decide how far in the future do I need to park this uh, or do I want to park this before I will send a follow-up email to Lars um, and it's, it's, it j- uh, then shows up on my calendar as a full day event on the top there and and it is the the the, the, the idea of ticking something off as done done then it, you get an extra cycle where you have, yeah. is it really done done or is it not done done, it's done and then something, so that's really good yeah um, and that also plays into the the scheduler that you have, or we both have. That comes mm-hmm. from PipeDrive, and I'm using the the PipeDrive calendar for for most of my planning, but for my um, my you know for, for look at calendar, I'm using um, the Google calendar layout on the on the web and I'm using an app called Fluid, where I am creating a single window for for Calendar. So it's a single app for the Google Calendar, so you can show the Google Calendar inside there. That works really well for me, because then I can drag the Calendar around. It's not part of Chrome, it's not part of anything else. It's it's a freestanding, it's very fast. Um, For email, I'm using as you, I'm using Chrome, Gmail in Chrome, and um, uh, for anything that's uh, not related to sales anything related to sales is inside pipe drives so it's, everything is in, in integrated there and it's, it's easy and I can then make notes on the client I can then you know hand draw when I use my remarkable when I finished I can make an export of that and just pull it in as a note in the, on, in, in the client field that works really well um, yeah, I think that's my task manager calendar and email. Any questions?
1: Mm, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think I just missed uh, mentioning the, 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 the um, pipe drive sales work in there, mm. of course, that that's mm. part of my flow as well.
0: Hmm. And uh, PipeDrive pipe drive is a, is an online CRM system that where it lives in your browser, um, and on your phone and on your tablet and, you know, as an app. Um, Yeah, and then we come to the last category that we've we've noted down is miscellaneous. Um, I've noted down something I would like to mention, but I'm sure you have something too. You'll go first, (laughs) Lars, on your miscellaneous, what you have.
1: Yeah, no, no. so when I um, just drafted the the things that I wanted to mention, I also wanted to just think a bit more broadly on what might have changed in the way that that I work. And I think one... One uh, one thing that has recently uh, relatively recently changed over the last couple of months is uh, with part of the transition to to the new company by learning. Um, it's been just essential for me to have a different way of planning and getting an overview of all the, the projects going on, both from a perspective of uh, sort of schedule plans that are taking place right now. Uh, know some things are already taking place next year as well uh, new certifications uh, I'll be traveling to green and I'll be traveling to the US um we have longer term plans now uh all the way up to 2025 uh, we have mm. more people joining um so that's really changed and i really wanted to to get that that overview in a different uh fashion so so that's part of the the uh the idea with the tv behind me as well to to be able to to just throw that big big old omni plan up there and, and have that catch shot and have that all set up uh that's been been really really critical for me hmm. um and of course as part of the weekly review that's that's at least uh, once a week when i get to get to check in on in on that hmm. um another thing that has not has changed but just in the way that i use it so you know six months ago and for a for for several years it's been me in in Denmark and now we are mm-hmm. uh five six active uh, perhaps even even more <laughs> than than I'm mm. aware of right now and more people coming I know um mm. so it really has changed in how I work with my my uh, areas of focus um, I think mm. seeing that list of people and and noticing things and it has impacted my system and how I set up my list and how I organize mm. things uh, It just made it so much more clear um and just Noticed how many projects came came out of that. So so really been been playing around with uh, with that and, and figuring out how to work that best in in in, in my system.
0: Mm. The better you get, the better you better get. <laughs> yes, the I think that, was, a, that, I,
1: that was the right quote for the for the moment. Yeah. Um, and then on that on that note, I've played a bit around also with. Um, uh, more affirmations again, um, since I work mm. so much with that in, in relation to the, the level three part. Um, I think there was a, you know, we need to do uh, long-term planning as we will do soon. Um, mm. But there is also a need for me to sort of reflect on who, which which CEO is needed for the new company, and how do I become that one? So that's that's part <laughs> of the things that I'm playing around with right now and figuring out. So how how does that actually look? How do you look? become How's you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, and and affirmations on on that. Um mm. so those were some of the things and just you know the, some of the other sort of minor things that showed up for me was one mm. one thing that I recently added was uh blocking Facebook and LinkedIn on my uh, my Mac and my uh phone so hmm. the only time I get to go there is when I open my iPad and have a specific uh, specific apps for it. But I'm just, I, hmm. it's things are just so much easier for me when they're blocked. <laughs> I yeah. do that will power muscle. There, I can use that for so many other things. Uh, I, I don't need to do that for uh, for that kind of thing. So so I've yeah. simply simply blocked them with the standard uh, things that you can do in uh, on your on your iPhone, and that just translated hmm. to the to the Mac and to to the iPad. So the only way I have out is uh, is using the, the apps. Mm. um and the last thing uh, I noted was just um you know small small automations and and in relation to the focus mode that we also uh, also spoke briefly about um mm-hmm. so I have different automations uh, set up and um, I just really enjoy that coming back to i think the 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 techno lust that you mentioned earlier and I just mm-hmm. really appreciate that i have a I have a home part here at the office, so when I walk in the office it starts my uh, my playlist when i when I come in here. Um, when we go into meetings, I have a, <laughs> I have a shortcut set up. That's it called uh, into meetings and that will pause mm. the, the music. Um, it will, uh, put on, do not disturb. It will start the camera. It will start the, the lights It'll it'll set mm. everything up that I, that I need. And, and the mm. reverse when I, when I get out, um, at home in the morning. So there will be, have some, we have some lights outside. They'll turn on at six. We'll have some mm. lights inside. They'll turn on at six 15, The, the music will start and today's easy hits will be playing at the uh the, <laughs> the household that <laughs> i don't um, just these, small. <laughs> yes very much so uh but just these small you know things that i'm playing around with and again not directly gtd related we can call them mm-hmm. productivity or we can just call them call them having fun maybe maybe that's yeah. why i <laughs> yeah. but but it
0: is uh, it, it if it enhances your productivity and uh, makes it you know your finishing what you need to finish more elegant then hey, it's productivity uh,
1: yeah it's just you relevant. know it's, it's actually what it's something i've been playing with for a while um a few mm-hmm. years back i set up that there was a temperature sensor so when it got below mm-hmm. a certain threshold before we had this uh automated heating, uh, it would switch the the light color, so I would know mm. that now it's time to start the, the heating so it doesn't get too cold in the summer. So, mm. small things like that, but I really like that uh, what's it called? Uh, the the ambient uh, computing, that it's when it's just around you and, you know, I don't need to look at the clock in the morning, I know when it's 6.30 the music will start, mm. that kind of thing It's um, mm. it's could sound silly, but I think it's actually really helpful for me and mm. I think also for, you know the the family that they kind of just intuitively know this is a, mm. this is a process is relatively new but this is a process
0: yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm into automation as well, and I'm, I'm smiling because i'm remembering all
1: my automations now <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, just you know silly so. things and I, you mentioned earlier as well with your uh, uh you know the, how it changes your your focus modes and i have that for mm. work i have that for home i have yeah. it for when we get to the summer house it switches to a mm. mindfulness and a simple watch face and, yeah mm. but, but i think you have a similar or yeah yeah somewhat related setup
0: yeah well when it comes to to the um, uh, the shortcuts i have i am been doubling uh, doubling with them uh, now so that when we do a podcast it blocks everyone but lars which is good because then nobody can <laughs> get through um the only except uh, exception is my wife when she calls me she can get through because if she calls it's an emergency she knows i'm with lars mm. now so so that's good um but also so that, for instance, when I'm doing, um, I'm you know I'm uh, amateur pistol shooter, uh, comp- competitor, and uh, and when I do my my shooting, I have a, um, a focus called shooting. Where the screen go- goes black, I can't see anything, and my my watch face on my Apple Watch changed to the most simple one with just uh, the clock. There is no warnings, no no not- notification, no nothing, so that makes me you know maintain that focus um i also have um dabbled with uh, you know the 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 shortcuts uh, in in the apple ecosystem as you have so that when my alarm goes off uh in the morning uh, and i i don't snooze it i said yes i am up now or i'm getting up uh, it will uh, set uh, um uh, my Hue lights in the, the kitchen and the living room to to morning, um, which is little you know not too 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 harsh, <laughs> so it's a little soft. And then 15 minutes after, when I because when I get up, I go to shave in the morning um, and uh, get ready for the, for the day. And 15 minutes after, I stopped. It will start. The, the coffee machine you know when i get out it's coffee ready makes me feel really cool (laughs) (laughs) i use my coffee filter machine make it ready the day before and 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 when i get out the the coffee is ready oh what a luxury Mm. (laughs) so and i've also dabbled with the using of um, nfc tags around the house and in the Mm. outside because we have um Uh, an alarm system that's uh, app-based and we have um, an electronic lock that is uh, Bluetooth-based and uh, Wi-Fi based so um, when I go out the door and uh, um, I have an NFC tag close to the door so I just tap that with my phone and that will trigger a shortcut that shuts off all the lights in the house it locks the door and uh, opens the alarm app so that I can trigger the alarm to turn it on then I'm done, and cool. and when I go home, the door automatically opens, and there is a push notification when I get close. Do you want to turn the alarm off? So and when I get go inside, um, the lights go uh, is on when I'm getting closer. It's maybe twenty fifteen twenty meters meters away from home. It turns on. So I, and that is automation um, that I like. It makes these little things. But it makes the the the, your home more personal, and and it makes you I don't know you use technology in the right way. I think you know. Small
1: small tip on that one: when you when it turns on the lights when you get home, you may want to notify the babysitter in case you have one that the lights turn on, (laughs) because otherwise they might be a bit scared. I may be talking from experience. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe talk from experience. I don't have a babysitter because I don't have have children. (laughs) Uh,
0: living in home that might have happened happened, yeah but (laughs) but i have i've had um, uh, uh, mother and father-in-law living with us uh, and i had to turn that off because when uh, uh, sorry my my wife and i go outside the house both of us at the same time it turns off all the lights automatically and they're suddenly there (laughs) in the darkness (laughs) they go what happened (laughs) how do we turn it on again so that's that's cool. Yeah. No. So um, yeah. So but um, my other, other miscellaneous um, uh, is I I'm my last miscellaneous. You know, trust your is that I have. I bought a ring for those of you on video. It's uh, just a shiny six millimeter um, black ring that I have on my ring finger. Uh, on the, my left hand, because I am Norwegian, the, the the wedding ring is on the other hand, it's on the right hand. Of course, you have the right ring on the right hand. Um, uh, I know Americans have it uh, vice versa, but that's okay. You can be you you can be different. It's okay, uh, so yeah. can be. But this ring is um, basically it's a credit card or is it connected to to um, to uh, um, my Curve card, so I can um, change the cards in the Curve app. Um, and then I can pay um, with the ring, and I feel this is yeah maybe a little trust your technologist iPhone 14 ref, Loris, <laughs> uh, but uh, but it is also it feels uh, you know I can leave everything and then I can go running if I wanted to, and just bring the ring to to buy a uh, you know something to drink in uh, in the convenience store. So, and that's uh, uh it's called a Tapster from Tapster. Uh, in Sweden, and um, it's um, Fidesmo is the name of the company who who handles the the transaction, and it's fee free and works with all major cars In at least there in the Nordic region, so I think that's it. We have ended. We everything. Yeah, everything. <laughs> well, and it was, was a long episode. Well. <laughs> it's not. N- we are nearing one hour, so you get your value uh, when you you're, sorry, at least your. Uh, bang for the buck <laughs> new uh,
1: new new record yeah yeah mm. no and um and and um, hopefully this was helpful and if you have any tips we'd, we'd love to hear from you so mm. you know your favorite uh, tools your favorite mm. optimization favorite automation be yeah. sure to, to let us know and we can can share them in an upcoming mm. episode
0: yeah, and for uh, I want just want to mention one thing before we close is that <coughs> we got an email from a gentleman called Ivan Weiss. I think that's pro- correct pronunciation of his name. He gave us a tip on uh, um, what do I call it? An, a task management email. Sorry, task management slash uh, calendar uh, application that we will look into. I want to look into it. I'm I'm intrigued. I will look into that until. Maybe next time, but maybe next time after this. So uh, we will do another tools check-in for this, not for this, but for because I'm intrigued on how you can schedule things. Because it is a very good sp- procrastination um, killing tool. Is to put things on your calendar, and how do you do that the best? You know, how do you are how do you make sure that you're doing most of the right things? And you know, hmm. okay, um, Lars, will you take us out? I please? will,
1: but before i do um i just had a personal request for the for the listeners out there um i may have mentioned it before and some of you may already know i had this uh hobby i would call it of implementing a gtd list manager it's been something i've been playing around with since 2011 so it's been been ongoing for a while it has taken many different shapes i've had programmers work on it and, uh, you know thrown out code and made some new one and then played around with how, how I would want it to look how would I want my ideal list manager at least for myself and I think what would be helpful
0: for so you're for trying to find the holy grail of getting things done that's your
1: well I'm trying to make it there are some things that annoy me with the the task management systems out there I think one of the key things is that I'm very sensitive to the amount of information presented so that's mm. why I am struggling to use things like OmniFocus because there are so many things in there that's why i'm struggling mm. a bit with using to do is because as they add more and more features as many programs will do it'll tend mm. to be more and more information and that just um, easily overwhelms me to put hmm. it put it that way. So we have a a, a backend already uh, set up. Um, I have uh, developed the front end. It's written in in Swift UI. And I was curious if there might be any listeners out there who would want to help out with this. So again, this is a, a hobby project. Uh, it's not something that I'm looking for you know um, offers from uh, development uh, development companies. But if there are anyone out there that would um, like to play around with uh, with building this uh, this kind of simplified Bliss uh, manager um, mm-hmm. let me know. Lars at gtdnordic.dk would, uh, would love to hear from you.
0: And, uh, what would be uh, the ideal candidate for making
1: help on this project for you? Someone who is uh, knowledgeable on Swift UI, I think would be a good starting point because that's how it's written. So, um, I mean, you know, I'm not a programmer, so I'm kind of, kind of self-taught in this area. So it doesn't have to be a, a ninja expert at it, but, uh, but ideally a, a programmer who knows his way around or her way around Swift UI would be a, a good starting point. Then I have someone else already working on the, on the backend part. Mm. Okay, good.
0: That's lars so, at the gtdnordic.dk.
1: Yes, exactly. And now i will say that we will wrap up this episode with a quick reminder to head on over to vitallearning.eu to have a look around it's um yeah very well done now i think we are very close to where we want it to be The different country websites are are slowly starting to uh, to emerge, working on on those. So head on over there, have a look around, see all the different offerings that we can now help you with both GTD related and other methodologies and and seminars. You'll find all the information there, vitallearning.eu. If you're outside the Nordics, head on over to cruciallearning.com to find your local partners. And just a quick reminder on the GTD summer camp, as we did last time we announced the dates. Just wanted to remind you, in case you missed the last episode, June 17 to 18, 2023. Mark your calendars if you might be interested in coming to Denmark and hang out with Martin and myself and all the nicest GTDers in in the world. So be sure to mark your Be there or be square. (laughs) As the cool kids say. Uh, And lastly, as always. (laughs) <laughs> we hope, we really hope that you find these episodes valuable. So if GTD has made a difference in your life, uh, please help us spread the mm-hmm. message to more people by giving it a rating on Spotify or pod, Apple Podcasts or Amazon or wherever you listen. It really helps uh, discoverability. Mm-hmm. So thanks to those of you who will do that. Yes, Lars Thank
0: you, Lars out. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, until next time, stay safe and stay productive.
1: Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.